0: Debates and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
1: Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good,
2: good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day, how can anything go wrong? Good day, a
0: morning till Well, good morning Grand Valley, Hawaii, 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 Hawaii. Welcome to the Watchdog Morning Show Midweek Edition. It is a Wednesday, 7:10, 10, 10 minutes after the hour. It's already warm outside, 71, Wheeling-Ohio County Airport, 68 degrees, at the Highlands, 67 in Elm Grove and 66 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam Fike tells us one more day of sizzling summer. Uh, And then we begin to turn more like fall after today. Sunny today. uh, Might see a stray shower, pop-up, thunderstorm. Can't rule it out this evening, but it's going to be mostly sunny. High in the upper 80s, probably more likely the low 90s during the day today. But then tomorrow, I read this, uh, wet and active weather returns. I don't quite know what that means. I guess it means uh, it's going to rain, right? Sounds like rain, Howard. Wet and active weather will return for tomorrow. Full forecast coming up with uh, Adam Fike a little bit later on this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Remember, if you want to join us, you can do that. This is an interactive program. We're happy to have you text us. An awful lot of you do that at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, Watchdog Radio Network text line, the Frio Stack Auction Service uh, text line. You can pick up the telephone and actually call us if the mood would strike you. 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, and feel free to chat. Freo Stack auction service lines are always open and available as the mood strikes you. Well, sir, uh, this time tomorrow morning, I will be boarding an airplane in Pittsburgh, winging our way to St. Louis, and then eventually on to Oklahoma City in the big Route 66 trip part due will be underway in 24 hours from right now. What that means, of course, is I have to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning to get downtown at 4 o'clock in the morning in order to take the bus to Pittsburgh to get on the plane at 7 o'clock. But um, it's going to be fun. going to be fun. I'll get my kicks. I, I don't know. I think I'll get my kicks on Route 66. Kind of looking forward to it. Uh, I, I've said since last year, last year we did the first Route 66 trip, it divided this into two parts, you know Global Highway Travel did. Uh, we went from Chicago down to Oklahoma City, part one of Route 66, the nation's highway. And this year we're going from Oklahoma City west out to uh, California and Santa Monica Pier. And I have a feeling, Bob, this is going to be more of the Route 66 that we envision when we think about route 66 and maybe reflect back on the on the tv show and so on i think this desert trip will be more of what we have it i have in mind when i think of 66.
1: i think it's the best part you know um, getting into california that, that's the way that i would look at it nothing against what illinois starting in illinois but uh, getting close to california that would certainly have my uh, my attention uh, are you
0: excited sir i am excited I, i'm really looking forward to it looking forward to the trip uh, looking forward to. Uh, this is a fun trip. It's not. A, it's not a. a, a it's not. A, you know. It's not traveling overseas and seeing the the great castles of Europe. It's just stopping. <laughs> I think this is better. It, it is. Well, it's just. It's Americana. That's what. It's just. It's old time Americana. And let's be honest about it. Anything that begins with old time, right up your alley. Is up my alley. Right. I mean, it's just based on our experiences last year. It's we see some of the old timey gas stations and some of the old time motels, and um, I, I'm just really looking forward to. It. And I'll be honest, I have never been to Santa Monica. I'm looking forward to a lot of time on the Santa Monica Pier. We get to spend some time there. Yes. Um, and I have been to the Grand Canyon uh, three times already. We're going to the Big Ditch again for a couple of hours. Um, and just I, passing by. I, I will enjoy. You'll pass that by. I I, I love the Grand Canyon. Um, So I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, And uh, Bill Bryson, in our gathering a couple weeks ago, uh, gives us a lot of information, a paper that says who all's on the trip and what the itinerary is and and there's one page just all the meals that we're having. I just I just like like to look you at the checked meals. check that out real good. Didn't check it? that out real good. Real now Howard, good.
1: this is almost exactly one year ago when you started the first uh, leg I think of the is. trip. it is. Yeah, it is. So I don't want to jinx you, but let's review just a little oh, bit. Boy. I Thank mean, you're good. certainly again. I'm knocking wood, but I don't think I have to. A lot better health. You, you look, you 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 sound, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, this time last year, you were debating whether you were going to make the trip or not.
0: La- this time last year, I don't think I got into too much of this with on the air with the listeners. When we got to the first, well, we started from sh- Chicago and then began working our way down. And I pulled Bill Bryson aside and I said, Bill, I'm going to try this for a day or two. I don't know. You may have to send me home. I mean, I was n- just not well at all. Um, and he said, all right, you know, so we'll, St. Louis will be our first big stop. You know, I'll, if, if you need to, we'll make plans to ship you home, f- fly you home from St. Louis. Um, and it took me two or three days, and I was in pain. I, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but I, I was not well. Um, Probably shouldn't have went. But after a couple of days, and we did I, – I knew – I kind of had an idea what I needed to do, and it was a medication issue. And I had the bus stop at uh, one of the drugstores, Walgreens, someplace like that, and got some extra medication. And in a day or two, it all cleared itself up. And then the rest of the trip was fine. But you're absolutely right. I mean, to begin with, I wasn't sure I should go. In fact, I don't know if you remember or not. I had gone to my doctor before the trip, and he had not gotten back to me. And he got back to me when I was on the bus heading to Chicago. (laughs) Uh, and i answered he said he said i don't know you know it might be better if you stay home well it's too late now sir well
1: that's why i don't know if you remember or not howard but we had the little pool here at the at the station whether you were going to make it or hey, not or hey. you know when howard's going to say you know what i gotta go
0: home <laughs> well it was very real pos- but i'm feeling so much better now so much better than i was then in fact i'm feeling good just in general uh, and i'm looking forward to it and it, it's going exciting now you know i have not looked to see what the I know what the weather. I've looked to see what the average weather is out there. I have not looked to see what the weather, uh, the actual weather is. So we we'll have to have to wait and see. But I will be this time tomorrow morning. I will be in the airport uh, preparing to board the plane. Uh, we'll head off to St. Louis, transfer there, and then to Oklahoma City. Uh, first night is just to, to get the hotel, have a nice dinner, and we'll go see the Oklahoma City Memorial. We saw it last year in the daytime. We are told that the, the light-up version at night is a very dramatic, very different kind of thing. Um, this, is Of course, the, the Murrow Building, Federal Building, where uh, Timothy McVeigh blew it up, the first act of domestic terrorism that uh, occurred in this country. So looking forward to it. But in the meantime, we have a lot of things to do today. Uh, you're welcome to, as I said, be part of it if you would like to. Uh, let's see. Do I want to get to? Uh, I'll do a couple of texts here. Um, Please tell me Butch Maxwell will be filling in for you. No, I cannot tell you that. I, I cannot. Tell Was that you. from Butch? I guess from Butch. I, no, I don't. I don't, th- don't believe Butch. I, it's okay with me. Truthfully, I'm not sure what's. I, I think it's just going to be Carrie and and um, and uh, Chris. While we're gone, maybe Bob and uh, Bear occasionally. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Um, but, but, but you know, but no, it's not going to be Butch, uh, not going to be the Pine Room guys. I know some of you are hoping they'll take over, period. Um, but um, and I will be back. I need to make that clear. You know, I mean, I'm gone for uh, till September the 18th will be when I get back. So that's it. Uh, we're going to talk actually about Wheeling Council. So I might as well do an Abe, uh, early morning Abe uh, text. Mr. Monroe, July 1st, 2024, can't come fast enough. Wheeling's current mayor has insulted all white males over the age of 50. More disrespectfully, his comments have insulted the owner of this radio station. Voting against his reappointment, a well-respected, extremely bright lawyer whose family has bent over backwards to support and grow the city, every effort being made to ensure this current mayor does not serve any further jobs. Uh, I think that's Abe. He doesn't sign up Abe, but doesn't that sound like Abe to you? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, pretty close. He's referring to a story, Morning Intel, today. We were in council last night, this is routine stuff. Uh, almost every council meeting comes up to appointments or reappointments. Uh, coming up next Mr. Mayor, we have uh, reappointments to the uh, uh, Wheeling Hall of Fame board. Uh, up for reappointment are uh, Bob Slider and uh, Howard Monroe and uh, Teddy. Uh, uh, any, any objection? Nope. Then we just that's that's normal. That's the norm. But last night, uh, apparently, according to the morning Intel today, the uh, the Greater Wheeling Sports and Entertainment Board Authority had a multiple number of people up for reappointment. And it created some controversy. Now, the people that were to be reappointed were Rich Lucas, John Collar, Rocky Fitzsimmons, and Karen Schuler stakem They are all current members of the Greater Wheeling Sports and Entertainment Authority Board. You should know that is the board that oversees West Bank Arena and um, in the Capitol Theater as far as scheduling events and all that kind of stuff. But when the uh, issue of reappointment came up, uh, several people, including the mayor, said, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's, let's think about this. Rather than a just blanket approval, I think we need to talk more about this. And what Abe was referring to, the mayor said that he feels there's a lack of diversity on that board. Um, he said that the uh, board, the Greater Wheeling Sports Entertainment Authority board, uh, everybody is white on the board, all but one is male. He goes on to say everybody is uh, over 50, although he says he believes is someone at least 46 years of age. Uh, and he makes a, the last part he makes a good point was we're scheduling all of these young activities for young people. You know, can 50 year old white men understand the kind of entertainment that needs to be brought to, to bear? So um, there was debate about it. Several council members said that they, they felt the process wasn't right. The mayor, who is chairman of the Greater Wheeling Sports Entertainment Authority Board, said that um, nobody told him. He said, I didn't know these were coming up for for reappointment. And my question is, and somebody needs to text me on this, Mr. Mayor, somebody. Who makes the appointments? I thought the mayor made the appointments.
1: I, I'm, I don't think I'm exactly clear on this. Uh, the mayor is the board chairman chairman of the board yes okay these appointments came up they yes. were needed to be they were on the agenda to be approved okay he said that he didn't know it correct but then he said well whoa whoa wait a minute uh let's hold on here before we 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 uh, what what would the wording be howard to re re-up them right <laughs> okay right so he says wait a minute i didn't know this was happening but let's let's don't do this tonight let's let's think Let, about let's this think for about a little this bit.
0: that's okay. basically it that's basically it uh the mayor the vice mayor Ty Thorngate uh, and Rosemary Ketchum all voted to, and I don't like the way the newspaper phrased this, it says voted against the reappointments. They may have technically done that. I believe what they're asking was, let's just wait on these things. Let's, Let's revisit these appointments, but let's take time to think about them and think if these are the right appointments. So I don't think they really rejected these folks, but they said let's stop, think, is this the right thing? Dave Palmer said, well, all right, if there's a diversity issue, if there is a, um, if is a question that we don't have enough women, minorities, young people on the board, we can add new members to the board. We can keep these folks who have done a good job, worked very hard, and all of them, I, I know every one of these people personally, so I, I have that personal connection. I know them all personally and uh, am friends with them, so you know, I have a connection there. Uh, but the argument uh, that Dave Palmer says, uh, they, none of them have done anything wrong. They've done a good job. If, you're, if your concern, Mr. Mayor, is that we need more diversity, let's just add new members to the board, make the board bigger and add some diversity to it. Well, that's what I want to ask
1: you, Howard. Uh, I, I appreciate Abe's opinion. Uh, good morning, Abe. If that is Abe, we don't even sure. Uh, he
0: didn't sign it, but I have a feeling it is. Yeah. So,
1: Howard, let's forget the microphones are in front of us for a second. Let's let uh, let's go back to the old days that you and Bob, I Bob, that's
0: never a wise idea.
1: <laughs> well, watch your language. <laughs> but let's pretend we're sitting on a bar stool back 10 years ago. Yeah. First of all. What does this mean to you, Howard Monroe? You forget about all the – what? What no, what does this really mean to you? And the second question, if Howard Monroe was one of those names mentioned on the board currently, how would you feel about this?
0: Well, first of all, this tells me that when my appointment to the Planning Commission comes up, it may not come up. I'm not sure because I am old and white. So – and I've been around – Yes, a, you are, hard. And I've been around a very long time. I've been on that uh, planning commission since 1992, uh, 93 So uh, I'm I'm kind of thinking if this is the movement that's afoot, uh, I think next year my – I have to check the timing. But I think next year my term is up. Yeah, I'm not so sure that, <laughs> that they'll reappoint me. So what does that mean to me? I don't know. Um, I, I would think all of these folks – again, if they – if I was going to be here a few more days, I would get the mayor on here and have a better understanding of what, what actually is going on here. All I know is what I read in the newspaper. Now, I will say it's a very well-written story. I think it's Eric Harris. Did a good, he's a good reporter. I don't have any problem with it. But I would like to have some firsthand conversation with the mayor or the vice mayor or someone. My first question is, who made the appointments? Appointments are usually made either by the mayor or by the manager. Uh, the Planning Commission, on which I sit, the appointment is made by the manager, although it usually is upon the recommendation of the mayor. So who made these appointments? Oh, they there reappointments. I, 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 how did this get to the floor? I guess that's what I'm asking. I, I get that they're just people who have been there before, done a good job, just keep on. Actually, in my mind, there's another issue here, although Rosemary Humway, Warmoth, the city solicitor, says no, no problem. Apparently some of these folks should have been reappointed several years ago. Never went through the reappointment. Technically their terms ended a couple years ago. And they weren't actually reappointed. Oh, we just forgot. I, layman lawyer than I am, I would think that raises questions about any of the actions that board would have taken. But I'm I, I, I don't know. Rosemary Humway Warmouth in the paper says no, that's okay. They they're 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 legitimate, that their power will continue. I guess, what, until they're dismissed, I guess. I don't know. So a couple of questions here uh, for me. Who appointed these people? How did they get to, and again, they're reappointments, so I, but how did they get to council floor? The mayor, who is, well, the mayor and is also chairman of the board, said, I did not know anything about this. How did it get there? This is this is somewhat reminiscent. Remember a couple of years ago, something this happened at the Ohio County Commission, where there were some issues that were brought forward, and Randy Wharton said, "Oh, wait a minute, I'm chairman. I'm chairman of the commission. Actually, the Development Authority. I'm chairman of the Development. I, nobody told me. <laughs> where did these come from? It's kind of where I'm at with this. So, I, it, it sounds to me like, and again, were I to be here for the next few days, I would delve into this a little bit deeper." Um, and I'm sure the intel will, and uh, we'll probably get more more stuff for you. But I, I really like to have a little better feeling for wh- who did it, what's going to happen next. Is there any belief that any of these folks, Rich Lucas, John Collar, uh, Rocky Fitzsimmons, or Karen Schuler stachem should not be reappointed, or is it just that, uh, as the mayor said, there are too many of the same type of folks? And then if that's the case, I think Dave Palmer, who's a common-sense kind of guy, Says okay, if that's a problem, that that's fine. Then let's add some new members to the board.
1: Well, I think I'm a common sense kind of guy, and not including Mrs. Steckem, but uh, Howard, I'm a I'm an old uh, white guy. The language that you use, that I believe I, I can quote the mayor to i feel kind of discriminated against i mean if you use that term with any other <laughs> ethnic group or another a female you're going to catch all kind of heat yeah i hear what you're saying i mean i, I uh,
0: it's this issue of diversity uh, and and I, I but the one point that he made somebody made i think it was the mayor that i think does hold some water you need some different types of representation on the board because what they're trying to do with the Capitol and West Banco is to bring a variety of different types of entertainment there.
1: Yeah, but leave the old white guys out of
0: it. You know, you could say it better than we got to get rid of these old white guys. Well, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, I'm looking for the actual words, the words the mayor used. Um, uh, basically, yes, he said, oh, as you look at the board, it's not exactly the most, the most diverse entity. It's mostly people over 50. I think there may be one person who's 46. Everybody is white. All but one is male. It's not very diverse. It's charged with bringing in diversity, new shows, new types of events at the Capitol and the theater. So uh, there should be more diversity to it. Uh, I'm not going to jump up and down and yell about the, the language, I, although I think it's fair. I hear what you're saying. Um, and I, I am going to say I think that there is a, a valid argument that a board like this needs to have a wider representation but I also think, and look, I am not Bob Slider, all right? But part of me sometimes wonders, is there something at work here that we're not really hearing, thinking, understanding about? Is there something else at work here that I don't yet have a handle on, look, I read this story. Abe before, says there is, Howard. I read this story for the first time at midnight. So, I, you know, I have not had a chance to digest it beyond what I'm sharing here with you. Uh, am I missing something? Is there any connection? Oh, I hate to say this. Say it because I thought it too. Come on, say it, Howard. The Greater Sports and Entertainment Authority is the authority under over which Denny Magruder used to What Danny Magruder used to oversee as the staff member, not as a chairman, but a staff member. And Denny has announced his run for mayor. Is there any connection to that? Don't know what it could be. I don't quite get that connection. But it certainly ran ran through my head last night, you know. I I think there's more here. I mean, do I know exactly what's
1: going on? No. Hell, I'm out in Home Grove. I don't pay attention to this stuff. But sitting here with you every morning... Some of the things are kind of starting to maybe maybe dawn on me here a little bit, Howard. That uh, there might be some things going on behind closed doors,
0: kind of like a little movement amongst us, Howard. Well, and then who's who's behind the movement? Which is what I'm curious about, and I think A probably the young whippersnappers, Howard. The, the, the young whippersnappers? You know. Um, all right, that's the story as we know it. I don't know that I'll be able to get any more info before nine o'clock this morning. And y'all don't take this the wrong way. After nine o'clock this morning, I don't care. Uh, I will. I will. Re- if there is no more development in the next uh, two weeks, I will revisit this when I return from my vacation. But this is an interesting story. I suspect what will happen is they will take a pause. In a couple of weeks, these appointments will be back up for uh, vote, and I suspect they'll be voted in. And I think maybe Dave Palmer is right. Maybe they'll just, they'll add a few more people to the board. I just I don't know. <laughs> On the other hand, as you pointed out at the beginning, Bob, I'm a little leery that when the next the next time my my appointment for the Wheeling Planning Commission comes up. Yeah,
1: be some 22 year old in your chair. I
0: think that's entirely possible. All right. Once again, once again, you know, my last day here and I wanted to try and stay on target. I haven't done a single thing that I plan to do in the first half hour of the show. Um, So I have an obituary of a prominent businessman slash philanthropist I want to get to. That's going to be really important. We'll talk about that. Um, COVID is not really coming back. But some of the old COVID arguments are showing up again. Uh, in Ohio, J.D. Vance, the senator, is proposing the Freedom to Breathe Act. you got to be kidding me. Uh, we'll get to that and a few other things this morning as the Watchdog Morning Show moves on. Uh, let's see. Text line here real quick. See what this is. Um, bringing acts in is Mrs. Tucker's job. She's the new the new Denny Magruder, bringing acts in is Mrs. Tucker's job, not the board's, and she's begun bringing other things in. I I don't disagree with that. It is not the board's job to bring the acts in, but they oversee it, and I think it's hard to oversee a facility that's bringing in uh, entertainment that you don't fully understand. I mean, I I do think the board needs to be – I would agree it needs to be more diverse, uh, at least in terms of maybe age, if nothing else. And as an old guy, it's hard for me to say, but maybe that's the case. All right, we got you ready to readjust everything, pal? Let's go to the news. Let's go. I, I've, I've made a mess of this already on my last day out of here, and I've made a mess of things already. If you want to join us, the phone lines are open 304 232 8255. It's the Frio Stack Oxus Service phone line. Or text me 304 214 1600. 304 214 1600. Happy to hear from you. FrioStack text line. Watch Dog Morning Show at 732, and Taylor is here.
3: Good Wednesday morning everyone. I'm Taylor long with your seven news headlines on this September the 6th. Payton City residents continue to wait for answers nearly a month later after they were told the city water was unusable. Back on August 16th, city officials got a notice that their July 27th water sample showed the system exceeded the maximum containment level for tetrachloroethylene. The containment was said to be caused by a mechanical failure in a bypass valve the city was then placed under a do not use order for their water, leaving many residents confused. The system flushed 900,000 gallons of water and are currently awaiting test results to see if the water is safe to use once again, but it's taking longer than the residents were expecting. 7 News has reached out to the offices of both Governor Jim Justice and Senator Shelley Moore Capito, and we're still awaiting a response. We've also had little luck getting responses from Peyton City officials. There will be a City Council meeting on September 11th at 7 p.m. The city is only allowing 10 citizens to speak at the meeting for a total time of two minutes each to voice their concerns. Officials only want to hear from Payden City residents, and they can sign up to speak 15 minutes before the meeting. Once the spots are filled, no more will be added. Stay with 7 News for updates and coverage of that meeting. And over to Belmont County. Due to hot weather, one area school district has decided to cancel classes. Martins Ferry City Schools will be closed for students and staff today due to high temperatures with no air conditioning. School officials say they will be on their regular schedule tomorrow. Again, due to heat, Martins Ferry City Schools will be closed today. And in other news, the Brook County Sheriff's Office is investigating after a woman was killed when she was hit by a car early Tuesday morning. Authorities say the woman was walking on US 22 on Main Street at the Harmon Creek exit when she was struck by a vehicle. The driver did stay at the scene and no charges have been filed at this time. The Sheriff's Department has yet to release the woman's name. Stay with 7 News for updates. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
0: Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at
4: 304-233-4445. Now, I a mean- Saving money on your next painting project with 11% off everything. We carry a great selection of painting products. From painting trays to brushes to rollers and more. Menards has everything you need to get the job done quickly and efficiently. Start with a six-piece paint roller kit for $12.36 after 11% rebate at Menards. Good through September 10th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
3: Save big money at I know you work hard every day. How about a change of pace in your normal routine? Let Jill's Gentlemen's Club take you away from the reality of the real world for a few hours. Stop by after work or on the weekend and let the gorgeous dancers at Jill's strip away your troubles and worries. There's no better way to relax than sipping on a cold beverage while enjoying the stage show of one of the many house dancers at Jill's. And Jill's is the perfect place for that bachelor or divorce party. For a great read, check out Jill's blogs on jillsatclassact.com. Like us on Facebook, too. Located off I-70, exit 11, Dallas Pike.
0: Conversations you care about. With people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. On WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Can't get you to do the fins thing, Bob. Can't get any fins to the left, you know. Put the hands over the head. Can't do. You just you won't do that. You just won't. Nah. You just won't. Fins to the left. Fins to the right. I. All right. Uh, Seven thirty-seven twenty-three to the hour. Getting around to a little tribute to Jimmy Buffett today that we didn't get to. Uh, it's great to have music. On. Yesterday, it's good to have music. It's good to have the music back. Absolutely. Seven thirty-seven twenty-three to the hour. Do you know what I think? Some people wish they would have back. That could be a lot of things. Hayden City wishes they'd have their oh, water back. Yes. What is going on down there? Again, I, I don't, I mean, it's not a conspiracy. Nobody's like, but, but here's the story from Channel 7. And it just, there's so many unanswered questions. Why are people dodging this? Payton City residents still frustrated about being left with unusable water for almost a month. And they have no answers for why it will be fixed. I'm reading from Channel 7's story. 7 News reached out to the offices of Governor, the offices of Governor Justice and Shelley Moore Capito to get some answers and we are waiting for their responses to get back. We've been in Payton City several times over the past month trying to get response from city officials, with no luck. What we do know, says Channel 7, is based on a Facebook post made by the Payton City mayor that there's a city council meeting scheduled for September 11th at 7 p.m. Ten citizens will be allowed to talk for two minutes each to voice their concerns. Uh, They say while there is outside interest, they only want to hear from uh, Payton City residents. Another Facebook post says residents cannot pre-sign up to speak at the meeting. You have to be there to do it. So I don't get the secrecy here. I don't understand this. I mean, um, I understand that the governor's office and Shelley Moore Capital's office may not have answers right away, and they're waiting for responses. I would hope they get some kind of response back from those. But Channel 7 says, and you remember Bob Westfall told us yesterday they were going to Drive down. They're on their way to New Martinsville to do a story. So we're going to go to Payton City and see what's going on.
1: Why? Why can't you get any answers? I don't get that. Well, you know, to me, if I lived down there, I'd be a little bit angry about the first answers you know when this whole thing broke uh, I forget if it was the mayor or the city wh- wh- whoever he was the guy was in charge said look we, we, we figured out what the problem was this this gauge didn't do what it, it was supposed to do we, we figured it out well I think that was all a bunch of bs or, or he was just you know badly mistaken a month is a long time to go without being able to do anything connected with water Howard yeah I just but why are they being so secretive I think they don't know what it is. Well, I think everybody's okay. well, looking around, looking for the answer.
0: They don't have any. They don't know. They don't know what to say, so they don't say anything.
1: But, but here's the thing: don't we all get our, our water supply from the Ohio River, basically? Yeah, if, I mean we. Get,
0: <clears throat> I don't know. The, I don't know what Payton City, but I I thought we heard early on in this that Payton City had put in a fairly new water plant or yeah, water system. Well, that's I, what I, they said. I could be wrong about that. But, but
1: okay, I, you got New Martinsville, then Payton City. And then Sistersville. It doesn't appear that New Martinsville is having a problem. It doesn't appear that Sistersville is having a problem. The problem is Peyton City. Same water supply, right? So well, you would think it's the equipment.
0: I don't know what. Yeah, I I think it must be the equipment. I don't. It's the same water supply in that it's from the river, but I don't know if they each have their own filtration systems and so on. Like our water here in Wheeling is from the river, but it goes through the water pollution control system and it's cleaned up. I, I don't know how it works in Peyton City. I, I don't know if they all go through the same process or not. I just don't get why, you know, our major one of our major news sources, WTRF TV, has to rely on Facebook posts. That's 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 it. I mean I, I get I get if Ollman Monroe calls and nobody answers at Peyton City. But if DK Wright shows up, Mr. Mayor, hello, DK here. I don't know it's DK, but Mr. Mayor, DK here uh could you tell me what uh what's going on with the mayor what's going on with the water why don't they, why don't we get an answer i i, I don't know
1: i mean i, I really don't know and, and here i i think this is the number one question and i would demand an answer to this and i don't think they'd be able to give you an, a, a, an answer i don't think they'd be able to look you in the eye and tell you the truth how long did we drink this water before you found the problem? That's you know, a month, two good. days. We, we know that there was some time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question.
1: And then are we in trouble? You know, do, what do we do about it?
0: You know, we have heard for a couple of weeks now that we believe the results are in we'll be getting them soon. Well, okay, surely you've gotten them by now. Whatever you do, don't drink the water <laughs> right now. We don't quite know but don't drink the water. <laughs> so, you know, questions A, how did it start? B, when did it start? C, um what are what are the numbers now? At the very least, you ought to know what the numbers now are. Just say, "Oh, oh no, no, no." We, we looked at we got trouble. It's get worse. You know, at least I don't know. Maybe listen again maybe i'm wrong i only know what i see on tv in this case or reading the paper in many cases but it looks to me like it looks to me like they're trying i don't say hide something i I think they're just afraid to tell the truth or something i don't know to me wouldn't the
1: most damning thing to be is well this has been going on for months and we just didn't know it yeah but at
0: some point you got to admit that yeah it might be easier said than done i guess so 18 to the hour here on the watchdog morning show it's already a warm morning we're rumming. Uh, around s- just 70 or below here already. Going to get up close to 90 before the day is over and done with. Adam Fike is here with our Ohio Valley forecast. Good morning, Adam.
4: Good morning, Howard. How are you?
0: Listen, in uh, 24 hours, I'll be on a plane winging my way to Route 66. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm in good mood. Just going to work my way through the show today and, and head out of here. Well, that's
4: a, that's a positive attitude to have.
0: We all need a break, you know. We all need a time off. I'm looking forward to going out and traveling Route 66 and feeling Americana while I'm out there. Oh, and yeah, probably eating some food, too. things so. probably, probably some good food, I bet. That'll be what I plan to do. A, a lot of good food. Uh, hot day again yesterday. Looks like it's going to be a warm one again today, right?
4: Oh, my goodness. is it going to be warm. I mean, the positive was we didn't even, most of us didn't even get to the 90s yesterday, just the upper 80s. But, I mean... 80s compared upper 80s compared to 90s it's still going to feel hot and uncomfortable either way so yeah i don't know what the, I, I don't
0: the, i don't know what the temps were but i can tell you i can say it was hot i don't know what the temperature was but it was hot
4: it was measurable no matter what our temperature was
0: <laughs> absolutely today any better
4: unfortunately no oh, okay. it's going to be pretty much copy, almost the copy and pace of yesterday we're starting off with that fog we're going to see sunshine Temperatures, once again, in the upper 80s with dew points trying to push 70. So another miserable feeling day. But the good news, I don't know if you want to call this good or bad news, but good news is we could see a few spotty showers this evening after sunset. <laughs> but most of that activity comes in tomorrow, which means cold front comes on through. So we're going to be back to fall. like So just one more day, these hot temperatures, and it should be more tolerable.
0: And then uh, and, and we'll be, again, in the upper 80s, 90s, depending on where you are around here. Tomorrow becomes a lot what wetter, I guess, right?
4: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Cold front moves through in the morning. So if we're going to see showers and storms, it's most likely, I would say, between that 5 to 10 a.m. time frame is our best to see those. So umbrella, jacket on your morning commute, just remember to take it slow when it is raining. And keep your eyes on the road even if there is lightning. Don't do what I do. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> temperatures will drop a little bit tomorrow. Not a whole lot, but drop a little bit, right?
4: We'll drop roughly 5 to 10 degrees depending on the area. Most of us should be around the 80 degrees in the upper 70s. We'll see clouds, see pop-up showers in the afternoon. So it's going to be wet in the morning, more so a damp afternoon, but feeling a lot better than where it has been.
0: <laughs> a little bit cooler. And then the weekend looks like what?
4: So the weekend is one of those kind of I would say bless. It feels nice, but it's not gonna look so nice. We're gonna I'm gonna break out a big term. We're gonna see a cutoff low, which sort of means once the cold front moves through, our low pressure is gonna get stuck over the northeast. So instead of clearing out quickly like we do behind that cold front, we're gonna see cloud stick run for the weekend. That also means we could see just a pop up shower or drizzle during the afternoon hours, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Not everyone sees the rain, but more cloud cover we see, the less likely we are to see rain. But at least we'll see temperatures in the low 70s.
0: Now, I shan't be here next week, but it looks like the beginning of next week is going to be actually pretty pleasant, right? Sunny and mild?
4: hmm Beginning of the week looks nice. Monday, 75, sunny. Tuesday, 76, sunny. But we'll see showers return Tuesday late evening into Wednesday as well. Okay. So short period of sunshine before we're back to wet weather next week.
0: Okay. All right, so um, uh, 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 another hot day today, but uh, again, I'm I'm holding on to summer the most I can. You know, I just realized I won't be back until the 18th. I'll barely be back before the official end of summer, right? The end of summer is what the 22nd, something like that.
4: Gee, it's going to
0: be a nice long break for you. Yeah, but I, you know, but I keep saying I'm going to hold on to summer, hold on to summer, and I will do it while I'm away, but. I'm gonna, by, by the time I get back, the official beginning of fall is only a day or two away. That somewhat depresses me. But nonetheless, nonetheless. Listen, uh, I won't talk to you until the 18th, so um, have a have a little, a little time off from us. It's probably good for you to have time off from us. I'm going to miss you again. Yeah, it'll reset your brain a little bit probably <laughs> if you don't have to spend some time with us in the morning. And I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks a lot, Adam. I appreciate it very much. Always, always appreciate talking to you. Talk to you later. Thank uh, you. Thanks a lot. 13 to the hour here on the watchdog morning show, 71 degrees wheeling, Ohio County airport, 68, uh, at the Highlands 67 in my backyard and still 66 here at the Robinson Otter group studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, a very prominent philanthropist in the upper Ohio Valley passed away over the weekend. And I want to take a minute or two to talk about him. Uh, we'll do that coming up in just a bit. And, um, I, I, I feel, I've got a story that, Bob, makes me feel like maybe I'm an old guy again. Uh, it has to do with social media and young people and what at least one state is trying to do. And I read through it, and I, the ACLU is going, you can't do this, it's bad. And I thought, you know, I think I agree with the law. I, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. We'll come up in a little bit later on as well. So it does until the hour right now, right here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Citywide? Citywide? Hey, football fans, put Citywide on your team. Call Citywide today for great
1: rates and coverages on auto, home, life, business, and Medicare insurance plans. Don't forget about open enrollment this year from October 15th through December 7th. Whether buying or selling your home, Citywide is your local realtor. Our new Citywide Moundsville location is now open at 700 Lafayette Avenue. Call
2: Citywide today at 304-845-8002. Let's win together Citywide and Monarch Football. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home, developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the Mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, at the right place, at the right time.
0: Spend your summer mornings with us. News, News information, information conversation, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU
2: Medicine. nibbling on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. All of those tourists. As on my front porch swing. Spillow, shrimp away again, and
0: As We talked about yesterday really his only big hit He had a lot of minor hits uh, and yeah. built a gigantic empire based on his uh, lifestyle of just having fun but really his only big hit margaritaville uh, was the only one that really uh, you know hit the charts i don't know if it was number 1 but it was uh, you know it was up there up there a big big song uh, wasted away again in margaritaville uh, jimmy buffett there
1: I'm sorry. God bless him. I still can't get over he was
0: a billionaire. I'm
1: sorry. I, just, I was a beach bum. You Forget know? the flip flops.
0: Forget smoked, the flip flops. It's sm- the bank account that's got you.
1: Smoked a little weed. Played his guitar. You know, I never had him for a billionaire. You sell out Jimmy Buffett.
0: And he, and he uh, yeah, uh, fixed his guitar and smoked some weed and had the flip flops and um, um, had a private jet and uh, and a yacht. Or I don't know if he did or not, but uh, yeah. But you got to admit, you got to love him for his lifestyle. Absolutely. I'm only kidding, Jimmy. <laughs> Eight till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Slider has, well, a unique lifestyle. Um, but one thing we can count on in that lifestyle is a good look at sports when we check in with Slider on sports. Let's do it,
1: Howard. Last night at PNC
0: Park, the Central Division leading Milwaukee Brewers pounded the Pirates
1: seven to three. Pounded them, Howard. Brandon Woodruff pitched seven shutout innings. He allowed just two hits, six strikeouts, two walks. He improves to 14 and three. Coming off back-to-back losses, the Brewers started the night two and a half games ahead of the Cubs in the National League Central Division. The Cubs outlast the Giants 11 to 8, so the Brewers' lead stays at two and a half games. Connor Joe hit a three-run homer in the ninth inning for the Bucks. That's all the offense they had. Same two teams this afternoon at PNC Park. First pitch 1235. The Pittsburgh Steelers open up the 2023 NFL season this Sunday. Can you feel it, Howard? I ah, you'll feel be on it. a bus. You'll be on a bus. You won't even care. Yeah. One o'clock at home against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers favored by two and a half points. San Francisco edge rusher Joey Boza. Still a holdout, and it would appear that the two sides are still a ways apart. And this Friday, as Howard, will be vacationing somewhere on Route 66. We'll kick off the football Friday with a special edition of Good Old Boys on Sports. Baron Bob, Brian uh, Beresford, Bob Slider, yours truly from 9 to 10 Friday. This Friday, we'll review Thursday's game with Kansas City and Detroit and we'll get things uh, ready for Football Friday. Again, it will kick off this Friday with good old boys. That's a special edition from 9 to 10 here on the Watchdog Network. Slider on Sports Time, 754. And we're, our, our, our games this week, um, what do we have? What we have is – let me take a look here, Howard. Let Sorry, me I didn't get, mean to throw you <laughs> curve there. <laughs> I should know this. Oh, boy.
0: Bridgeport and John Marshall. Well, no. Right? What
1: we have is St. Clairsville. I was just shocked that St. Clairsville was playing Wheeling Central. Ouch! That should be a, <laughs> that's a that's a that's going to be a tough 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 game for Wheeling Central. Again, St. Clairsville at Wheeling Central will have the kickoff at seven o'clock. Jerry and Stormy they'll get on the air right around six. 50 and i'm so. here we go john marshall john marshall bridgeport, bridgeport. there we go <laughs> thank me howard that bridgeport at it's bridgeport west virginia not across the river in bridgeport ohio bridgeport west virginia another powerhouse uh travels to Moundsville to take on John Marshall, 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll get on the air again with Ross Johnston and Mark Hahnemann, Bob Traveri, right around uh, 6.50, Howard.
0: Check it all out uh, online if you'd like to as well. If you want to listen online or tell your out-of-town friends or relatives, they can listen to their their uh, kids, their grandkids play by going to watchdognetwork.com, clicking on WVOY for the John Marshall game, WKKX for the Central game, or use TuneIn Radio. Uh, you can do that, and then you can catch all of the games uh, on, uh, on Friday night. Here on the Watchdog, and as Bob said, kicked off with the Pine Room podcast, boys live from Gumby's from noon to three. Brought uh, spon- to you by our good sponsored friends yes. by Gumby's and Jill's gentlemen. Thank Club. you. Hal. Yeah, don't want to, don't want to forget uh, the uh, the fine folks um, from from Jill's. Uh, Seven fifty five five before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, let's see, Donnie Gilbert uh, coming up on Thursday, and um, this I'm looking forward to this. We've had this guy on our show. Several times, Bob, but uh, among his guests will be George Sideropoulos, who wrote the book Murder Never Dies. Yes. About, you know, I've been talking about Mike Florio's fictionalized book about gambling in the 70s and the mob in the 70s here in the Upper Ohio Valley. But this is, uh, Sideropoulos' book is based on. The reality of the mob bosses and stuff here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Uh, so he'll be on with uh, Donnie Gilbert uh, this uh, this Thursday on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show from noon until three, uh, talking about his book "Murder Never Dies." It is a good. You've read it, I know you've read it, right? I've read it a couple of times. I think it's a good. Well, Donnie's
1: read it. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> he'll be he'll be talking to George. He have to talk. He just has to, has to talk to jo- to uh, to George about that. But it's a good book and. Um, George, is a good guy, so should be kind of fun. That'll be part of the uh, Donnie Gilbert Radio Show this week. Uh, also, Nelson Croft will be in with the pet of the week from the Ohio County Animal Shelter. Uh, talk about the roller derby in Moundsville. Is there a roller derby in Moundsville? I guess so. Howard, yeah, we had the
1: girls in here before. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, and then, of course, uh, a lot talk about the high school, college, and NFL picks of the week. All coming up on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show on Thursday from noon until three. And today, when, uh, well, when I am done today, well, when I'm done today, I'm going, going away. I'm going to go. But here in the studio will be we'll the Legislative Watchdogs. The gang will be here talking about some things happening in the great state of West Virginia and around the country politically. And then you know what happens at 10 o'clock today? Uh, Hoppy's back. Hoppy Kirchival is back at 10.06 today. The return of Hoppy Kirchival to the big chair. Uh, Among other things, he'll be talking about the WVU faculty's plan for a no-confidence vote today in the administration. Uh, That'll be coming up. I don't know exactly what time that is. I think it might actually be at noon. Uh, Hoppy will preview that today on Statewide Talk Line. Uh, And then also uh, Danny Jones will be in. Danny seems – they must have hired him again. Is there a lot? Well, Danny used used to do a radio show for them once a day. Uh, it sounded to me like they got him back on payroll, I think. Danny will be in at 1030 or, or thereabouts uh, to talk about a couple of things going on in um, Charleston, uh, the Proud Boys, the January 6th insurrection, and a good bit more. So former mayor Danny Jones. Danny is um, he's unique. He is unique. And before you go on
1: vacation, let me hit you with this again. Yes, sir. Does, uh, does E. Gordon Gee survive this?
0: Yes, but I only say that because there's a there's a guaranteed out already. If he had a four-year contract, I would say maybe not. Uh, he just had a contract renewed. He's leaving next year, and I think all things. I I think he. I so I think he will survive that. Yes, uh, I would feel differently if his contract was a little bit longer term. What do you think?
1: No, I think he's done. I think they're going to put so much pressure on him that he has no choice but to say, you know what, I'm not really ready to go, but I hear you.
0: Now, speaking of WVU, and I have no idea what this is about, coming up today on Statewide Talk Line, you know, Hoppy Kirchell's been doing a look at the Metro News poll for the last, well, not Hoppy, but Dave Wilson. They release it in stages. Uh, We're going to talk about yesterday's installment. Who do you trust is what the poll is about. Apparently, according to what Hoppy has sent me this morning, uh, they must have done a poll on Bob Huggins. So it's going to be a Huggins poll uh, that Rex Repass will be talking about on Statewide Talk Line. But Hoppy is back today at 10.06 after the watchdogs at 9. And Bob and I will continue our conversation right after we check in with ABC. They cover the world next. It's 8 o'clock. I
2: blew out my flip-flop. Stepped on a pop top, but watched